0: I'm in a different chair because this is the Ride the Rebellion podcast produced by Justina. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Drew Hall, and with me today is the king of the South Alabama turndown, the reigning and defending, not mm-mm, just the world's best Boyd, Dale Boyd, from Dale Boyd Sports Management and Gripping Company.
1: Wow, there's a lot there.
0: The tally lights aren't working.
1: Oh, mine is. I'm in. Oh, I'm well, good.
0: you'll just know when yours works.
1: I'll just hear the click.
0: <laughs> Listen and it, for the click, click, and We boom. are
1: going to uh, be uh, shouting out Justina, not... To be confused with just Tina. Yeah. But it's just Tina. Yeah. She's going to be hitting the switches. Swi- on <laughs> She's the bitches. bitches on the
0: switches. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, you asked for it. You she has no for microphone. So. No, nope, she can't really. She'll yell. It's all good. It is what it is. Um. All right. So let's just do our quick sponsor rolls. So we'd like to go over uh, our sponsors with you today and then just throw in a few notable things that we like. That's what we're going to go with, which is pretty much our sponsors anyway. Fair enough.
1: Yeah, I got, I'm, I'm rocking one today. Just a little friendly shout out. He'll get it. Oh yeah,
0: got it. Um, I had to squint. <laughs> light bulb is here. so stupid. <laughs> right Who put that there? Excuse me. All right, so uh, first shout out, of course, is to Lucky Shot Coffee. I miss Lucky Shot Coffee. I was actually in uh, a foreign country that maybe we'll talk about a little bit on the show. I was in a foreign country recently and coffee was good, but it was nowhere near as good as Lucky Shot Coffee. In fact, I brought some back. Maybe I should give some to Shannon and see if she can replicate. In order for her to do that, to replicate the coffee, she would have to grow some tobacco and, and it then together. make cigars. <laughs> and then, like, I, I think roast the coffee in the tobacco shed where it's aging. Uh-huh. So there's a whole process of things that need to occur before. Anyway, we'll figure that part out. Wait, but wait.
1: we pair donuts and coffee. They pair cigars and coffee. That's what
0: I'm talking about. That's that, a good plan.
1: That is a good plan.
0: That's legitimate. Um, so, yeah, if you have a chance, head over to luckyshotcoffee.com and try their coffee. It's delicious. Uh, I really enjoy it. I'm out. I need to buy some more, but uh, that's a different story. Of course, we can't just mention Lucky Shot Coffee without getting lucky. And the best way to get lucky is to head on over to Dirt Coaster Academy. I
1: don't know what that means. Wow, I was wondering where that segue was going. I was like, wait, well, we're getting lucky? I had to choose. Because I, I choose. was waiting to see if Kevin was going to get you lucky. Yeah. <laughs> it was
0: a choice between Kevin Black uh From Man of War Tattoo, Dirt Coaster Academy,
1: Aaron Friesmeyer
0: from Run and Try. Yeah,
1: because Aaron's a gambler. He likes to gamble a little bit. That's <laughs> kinda so, Get your luck.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Do you want to go with that one? We just <laughs> hit them all, didn't
1: we? Yeah, we basically- <laughs> Man of War Tattoo, Run and Try. It's all lucky.
0: Yeah. Get lucky with all of those mm-hmm. uh where you can go shoot your shot.
1: Yeah, shoot your shot with all of them. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens. It's,
0: this show is off the rails. <laughs> welcome back.
1: Yeah, we haven't um, had one of these off the rail ones. No, we've, no, been we've too not serious had Serious lately.
0: We've had some dick serious shows lately.
1: And our series is not that serious.
0: <laughs> no, it's never really been that serious. The most serious thing about this this show normally uh today is just my shirt. It is. I had a business meeting I have a coat somewhere. I could dress, I could dress up for it.
1: I don't know what that was proposed for, but I don't want to go. Sounds professional. <laughs> that was very <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then they last minute changed it to remote. So it was one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to shout out two other things that I really enjoy that I think are important, if if in the area. I'd like to shout out Jefe Palettis, only because that dude, I I went there again today. And I I like to go there after Friday night uh, races. Mm -hmm. Uh, Used to be that there was a taco truck there that had the best barilla tacos in the city. They've decided to move themselves to the brewery downtown, so we won't see them there anymore. However, I go there and I get a drink called a Russo because it's like sorbet. and it's Just when you're hot and sweaty and gross, it's really refreshing. I, of course, doctor it up (laughs) by adding tequila or uh, high noons directly to the cup, and it's fantastic. But I wanted to give them a shout-out because it is something that's pretty tasty. And a lot of times, like... We finish up a ride or you do something and you immediately just go pound in a bunch of weird calories. All his stuff is like handmade and pretty much natural. I mean, he has like some unnatural shit, like an Oreo popsicle that's amazing. Has a whole Oreo in it. Uh, yeah. Wow. I Dude, just is, got diabetes here and about. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm not even mad. But his fruit stuff and everything else is like straightforward. There's very little sugar. So it's very good. Anyway, it's tasty. I want to shout them out. And the other thing I want to talk about is it's nappy season.
1: No, it is nappy season. Yeah. And not your hair.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh this is what they call an, a local awards here um that mean absolutely jack squat last Man. year i got in a fight with the
1: owner <laughs> yeah well this year we're gonna get in a fight with the owner because he's gonna be like is this even a real podcast like yeah that's what i'm shooting for yeah
0: yeah um but uh, the reason i bring it up is because we have are, are named mm-hmm. as one of the um as a podcast that's best nominated local or podcast best local podcast Though we're not hardly local at all. Though we are and we aren't at the same time. Yeah. We're local um,
1: as in we are recording in Mobile.
0: Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> so if you have a chance, head over to, I think it's Vote Nappies. What is it, Justina? Jamie? Vote
1: Hit us yeah. on the goobs, Yeah, <laughs> Yes, J-Mo. Stevie.
0: Thank you, Stevie. Um, yeah, head over to votenappies.com and you can vote for us over there, which is fun and it helps us. You can also plug in Best Tattoo Shop, Manowar Tattoo. That's right. Um, Best Dessert Place or Minority Owned Place, jefe Paleta's. Best coffee shop? I don't know if Lucky Shop fits in that Best category. Best ad agency? Bet, marketing or something. There's some garbage in there for us. Craft show? Don't yeah, me. you can squeeze us in there. Yeah, come on. Or just vote for Skoda Works. I mean, you know. <laughs> 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 I'm a little zingy too. I know, dang, zingy. I'm just coming out of the gate just swinging Woo! at people. A I did. <laughs> I had a manganata from Jefe Palettas. So There's we're no here. alcohol in that, but it feels like it I've is. I've been
1: tediously messing with my fingers trying to be a craftsman
0: let's talk about that
1: i went to hobby lobby today
0: (laughs) that is not where i thought that conversation was
1: gonna go man Uh,
0: why'd you go to hobby lobby
1: to get some stickers yeah (laughs) what were the stickers wasn't even stickers i have to create this thing like i'm creating a mermaid right now that's all I'm saying. This will be a reveal. Big gender reveal. Soon. Big gender mermaid Dude, if you reveal. do,
0: that, yeah, I, would, I would love nothing more to see a gender reveal video for that situation. That would be amazing.
1: It could happen. So
0: it's either going to be a mermaid or a merman, but we know it's a mermaid.
1: No, it's definitely a mermaid. And somewhere on the mermaid, it has to say, get off my tail. Legit? <laughs> yeah. That was requested. How big of a mermaid is it? Wow. Well, not a big mermaid. <laughs> I mean, I've, it, it's something to do with my wife. So if I start talking about how big the mermaid is, I'm going to get chastised. <laughs> the mermaid's not that big, <laughs> but you can fit. If it fits, it ships.
0: Oh, uh, we uh, well, there's a mermaid <laughs> in our very dear future oh, on this episode.
1: Well, there's a lot of opals and some purples and some teals.
0: You're not even going to talk about what it is. You're just going to wait for a big reveal on that when it's done.
1: Oh, it's a bike. It's a bike.
0: <sighs> yeah, but but I mean, the fact is that you, you may or may not have broken one of the golden rules of hobbydom, <laughs> which is you brought your wife in.
1: I know. <laughs> it's like a... It's a teetering. Like, okay, so we have bikes and we have wives, but we very rarely have bikes and wives. <laughs> right. That's right? correct. So I kind of... She's always been like on the outskirts and by outskirts, I mean like at the events, but just sits in a chair and reads a book <laughs> <laughs> She's just, she
0: just she's by the outskirts, I mean she's in the car seven miles away at a
1: yeah actually, that's not that far off. No like, that
0: is my wife, that is my wife. My wife is like, oh, I'm staying at the W yeah like you're pretentious. yeah she so, definitely doesn't listen to this, so I'm golden. actually
1: I can segue into something. So my wife has always been there at races or events. she likes the people thing even though she doesn't like talking to people. It's kind of weird. She likes people watch. Yeah. She likes people watch and be around. And bike people are freaks. And maybe to make sure there's no other girls there while biking. I don't know what her weird thing is. Like I'm in the mountains with a bunch of sweaty dudes. Just relax. In the Southeast. If we're in other (laughs) territories, she has all rights in the world to be a little concerned. Honestly, I think she just enjoys like the atmosphere like we do. Like it's a great atmosphere. So she went to Skyway the first year. Skyway took me seven and a half hours. And I come back. My beautiful, amazing wife has a tarp laid out with Pedialyte on it, a pillow.
0: Oh, my God. And, like,
1: all this stuff. And, like, I all I want to do is lay down, right? So, boom, drop down, lay down. And then I finally dawned on me, why is it a tarp? Like... <laughs> She Am I going to die? And you're just going to roll me up and throw me in the pond? Like, she had you ready to go. She, she was was, like, I'm done with this, dude. Yes. She had sat there for seven hours and plotted my murder right in front of everybody. And they didn't even know because there was Pedialy. It was like a trick. Right. Like Just drink the Pedialy. It was actually antifreeze.
0: So the, the real part of it is it's like when you die, your body evacuates all its like. Uh, all the shit and piss. So yeah. she was just prepping was for that. Ready. She didn't want to deal with that.
1: She's a nurse. She knows. Yeah, she was fully ready. She was ready <laughs> that for me. Terrible to die. dude. But the segue there is: I'm rocking an ordinary epic shirt. Oh, that's right. Uh, Jason Shear that organizes Skyway organizes the Gravel Cup in Mississippi. Um, all right. His, his events are legit. Yeah, they're legit. He does it for the racers. Right. Like, he is a cyclist, and he loves the cycling, so he does things for cyclists, not for anything other than what he's doing. And, and this year, um, we're going to take a group of yahoos up to Skyway, and I'm not racing this year, but we do have John and Don and CJ and some, some of our other friends are racing, and um, we are going to be manning the Bull Gap aid station. Oh my God! I can't welcome. wait. Yep. You are welcome, my friends.
0: Yeah, we're gonna try and do some things where we can record live, like while we're th- okay. not live, but while we're there, we're like record. So, like, i we really have joked about a lot of different stuff. Like, yeah. one of them was figuring out how to like hook one of these boom arms that we have here <laughs> onto a bicycle and chase after people. We like, excuse me, sir, ma'am, do you know about our Lord and Savior? Yeah. Um, but chase after him, uh, Seventh Day Adventist style, but I have a conversation with him to see if we can get some cool stuff. I think it'd be yeah. amazing if someone would take five minutes and give us a five-minute interview Yeah, a, a like lot while of the they're people, resting.
1: A lot of the people are racing, and they yeah. won't stop and talk right. to us. But right. other people that are just trying to survive – Right. Like, we'll have some chairs set up. You might could, bribe them, too. Yeah. Like know, snackables yeah. or something. Yeah. Here's an Uncrustable. If Uncrustable. That's what it is. Give yeah. us two words of wisdom on why you're here. And <laughs> it how would bad be like, you hate your you. life while you're here. <laughs> yeah. The two words. Uh, but that'll be a lot of fun. That's cool, too. Yeah. We're pretty excited about it. It's April 1st is the race. Um, if you're anybody that listens is welcome to come hang out with us for the day. Uh, we're going up the 31st. We're going to ride uh, Silicaga, some of the yeah. Award trails. Before yeah. If anybody
0: day. wants to meet up there, we should. Uh,
1: I know some of the bump clowns the are Discord. coming to Chase and his ambiguously cronies. gay duo cronies. That
0: is Chase's cronies.
1: Yeah, Chase's cronies. The
0: problem is Chase is the crony. No right. Yeah. Right. The rest of those dudes seem pretty legit, but he's the crony.
1: Well, now that he's sat in this chair, I can did. talk trash. I what feel did, like it, I'm. I'm in. I feel like did. I'm part of it now. He just alienated everybody, and made himself the leader, so that no one can alienate him. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> it's actually a genius move. Yeah, yeah. Like, well. listen, you guys have to hang out with me. I'm fucking president. Right. No, you don't have any choice
0: until you reach elite level status, like special skills status. Yeah. Which is what the soft member did, Sasquatch. Yeah. Soft yeah. member did, and soft member, like he's like, I'm so elite, I don't even care if you hang yeah. out with me. You just do you, and I'm just going to tell you, I'm not even going to tell you you're wrong. Right. I'm just going to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> that's just what happens. He's, he
1: has reached that level. Yeah. Well now there it's, is it's a, important. there is a thing that you have to be if you're in leadership of any organization of a hobby or mountain biking. Well, since we're talking about it, you have to be better than a lot of people. Yeah. Like you can't show up and be the worst one there. Right. Right. You have to be kind of somebody that other people want to follow. Right. You know, like you don't want to be in the back the whole time. No. At least that's what I keep telling myself while I'm going fast. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm but, just but be you can't
0: even, you can't even, you can't even, you can't even turn it off for five seconds. No. You couldn't even turn it off at an FNL and l where you were just filling in so there are five numbers. No. And then you won it <laughs>
1: like an All asshole. Right. I wasn't trying to. <laughs> and you won that. the championship like an asshole. I gave that prize back.
0: Yeah, you did give it back. Put it I back mean, in the pool. The
1: pool of- uh, The shallow, shallow pool. Dude. <laughs> that we waited. The in. new ones. Like, <laughs> I feel
0: gracious to have- a, I don't know where my OG one is. It's somewhere around here. Did I get it?
1: You got the prize. You got something. Yeah, it's somewhere around here. There's, there's some somewhere. pie tins, some ashtrays. Yeah, it was a pie tin, the pie tins, the ashtrays. I mean, those
0: are just golden. Mm-hmm. Um, that stuff is hilariously brilliant. So, yeah, it, it, there's some things that uh, – obviously, I went out of town, and I was going to talk about a little bit because there's an interesting bike connection there that I didn't fully understand. So uh, for those of you that don't follow me on social media or craft show, I don't think we sent anything from the rib. But I was in Cuba for a week. Um, I got flown down for on a, not on a tourist visa, but on a cultural, not appropriation, but a cultural visit or something. And so we had a little bit different dynamic with the place. And so while we were there, like I looked up, there's, there's one mountain bike trail. Right. So I asked multiple people while I'm there in my poor ass Spanish that I can't even <laughs> attempt to replicate. Um, and no one knew about it.
1: Bicyclate to Vominos.
0: So, yeah, but, the, but bicycling was huge there. Right? It was a big deal like in, in a certain time period. I didn't fully understand the full story until I got there. But the first day we're there, we're driving, or second day, I guess, first day, we landed and then that was at night. We're driving along and I was like, I see this weird image of like uh, a dude on a motorcycle towing two dudes on road bikes that were old 1980s, I mean, these were like dated bikes, right? Because it is Cuba. Yeah, like right. everybody knows their cars are old, but their bike stuff is old too. Yeah, they had the an bar-
1: embargo, right? Like yep. they couldn't have anything. That was, that was my very last question, limited. Go ahead, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's one of the limited things. But they come blazing past our tour bus. Dude, they're going like 40 or 50 miles an hour holding onto a motorcycle. And I'm like, I'm trying to get my phone to get video of it. I have it. I'll show it to you. And I, I finally get it. And they were just pacing up to another race. And we pull up on. This is on a Tuesday midday and there's a bicycle race and it's all roadies of course, but most of the, not all roadies. There was a lot of mountain bikes in it that were just like, you know, they were probably Suntour forks because they were silver forks. I mean, they were dated of course, but they were like low level stuff, but it was literally people in a mountain bike race climbing up the road. Or in a road race on mountain bikes climbing up the road with a dude on a motorcycle chasing him and he just like these other two guys released off eventually and got back into the pack I don't know what the was deal probably was
1: probably that thing Nixon told us about where the locals just like screwed him
0: oh that could remember be it remember how the yeah.
1: locals had help yeah but it was like such a gnarly race but they
0: didn't get to the front they just dropped him at the back oh, they had got, no police escort you have to sandbag they had no follow car <laughs> it was just and they were on a highway
1: well there was there's I don't know Cuba I've have friends that live in Mexico and there was a thing that he used to tell me one of my good Mexican friends that had a he had like a nine hundred R motorcycle, crotch yeah, yeah, rocket. Yeah. He said that every Sunday they would get together and just pray real quick and go as hard as they could on the windy mountainous road because oh, brutal he's like, We don't value life nearly like you do. Like right. Right. Life and death isn't a big thing for them.
0: Yeah, like, so. I mean, it's a chat. I definitely feel like some of that was there. It was it, it was interesting because I was all excited. Like, I, there's no way I could have broken away to go ride my bike. It's just not yeah. going to happen. Like, or, or
1: ride a bike or being in the woods in Cuba. Right.
0: Kind like all these things seemed like a terrible idea at the time. Um, and I didn't really see that many mountains until we left the like on one of the days we went out to like a, a place where I'm not allowed to call it a. The word with it it begins with an F and rhymes with chicken parm. Um, we were at a place, (laughs) we were at a place, and so uh, this particular place they grew tobacco and they grew coffee, right? But on the way out there, it was mountains, and I was like, they were once you're a mountain biker, you're always a mountain biker, like you can't help but look at a terrain and be like, dude, that'd be fun. And I'm looking at it like, oh my god, this is like sick. It wasn't crazy high stuff, it was more like. Birmingham style yeah, yeah. hills. And I'm like, I know that stuff, but there was small Rocky outcrops and very steep stuff. And I was like, where's that trail? I know it's cause it told me I looked where it was, but it was wild. But on the way I wondered why, you know, here's Cuba, this place that doesn't have any money or is struggling for money. They're a communist country, mm-hmm. socialist, whatever they are, communist. And they're, and they don't have any money. And I was like, dude, the easiest solution for transportation there. Is a bicycle. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any. That road, gr- road group, every once in a while, and when I say any, I thought there'd be a lot more. I saw very few. So we're watching this video, and part of it was embargo. And The bikes I saw, I, si- I finally saw a Cube, and I was like, oh, a Cube, that's cool. Yeah. I wonder how that got here. Like, kind of wild. Mm-hmm. And it was an older one, but most of the bikes were like brands I've never heard of. Um, I did see like a Cannondale, so shout out to Nixon and his crew. But that was like in the roadies, just who knows how old that bad boy is. Seems Who knows how it got
1: there? Right, it just seems crazy. Like bike technology isn't that advanced, right? right? I mean, it is for the what we're riding, but they could have old stuff, right? That could work just as well, right? Yeah. You would think that that would. I mean, China's mode of transportation is bicycle. Most of the countries that are populated like that are, but how is the population there? Like, is it like vast? Or is it like, well, Havana
0: is like 2 million people, I think. I mean, they're pretty so they're compact people, whatever, yeah. and dude, it was, it was a little shocking. Cause it was, it was kind of, um, the people were very nice. Like we didn't have any major issues. Yeah. A couple of times we were followed and I don't know if that was from, you know, infarious nefarious sort of situations or if it was just interest, you know, mm-hmm. someone just seeing, cause we have Americans and that's with a tour without a tour. Cause we broke off on, I can't just be in a tour. That's not, right. I'm not seeing the country at that point. But everybody was really cool. But it was a little dirty. Like there was like plastic and junk on the ground. Like there was like, I mean, it it was it reminded me of a rougher sort of. Uh, I'm trying to think of what city I could parallel. Kind of like a little bit feeling a little bit like downtown L.A. in spots. Like it was rough. Yeah. Um. But it's beautiful because it's old. And you yeah. go to Old Havana and it's great. But there's buskers, fucking everywhere. Though.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're getting hit up for money like every five was seconds. Was it was it weird? To, did you see anything that was like, wow? I can't believe they have this but not that, you know, like something, cause is there still an embargo? Like, can yeah, they, yeah, we can't do yeah, anything. They, they. So like, is it weird? Oh. Did they have anything that you were like, man, I can't believe they can get that here, but they don't have like something else. That, yeah.
0: That delicious rum and that <laughs> well, tobacco, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? right yeah. I mean, they have, I mean, they, their rum is it's world-class. I mean, that and, and tobacco and stuff. The weird part is they get a lot of tourism from Canada. Okay. So Canada's big down there. China's big there, obviously. Uh, Russia's big. They get some EU folks come in. So they have a big tourism. tourism, I just wasn't in a major tourist hub. So Havana is where you land, Mm -hmm. but most people end up in Santiago or some of these other spots where allegedly it is like stupid gorgeous. Um, The more south you go into Cuba, I think the the prettier the beaches get, like the water gets bluer. There's nothing that was like, it's more tragic because you're sitting there having a conversation with people and you find out like a dozen eggs was like 2,200 pesos, which is like... If I'm doing the math right, I think, yeah, it's like $22. So a dozen eggs is almost $2 an egg. And eggs are a staple of, uh, my understanding is a staple of the diet there. And so now all of a sudden, a cultural staple is removed from it. Rice is a big deal there, um, which is not just like Mexican rice, like we say is Alabama rednecks. Mm -hmm. It's just plain white rice. Which
1: just seems crazy because like eggs, you don't have to import eggs. Right. Like you could have chickens there. You right. know? so that seems crazy. But the government takes so oh, many yeah, the government of them. So you start realizing the, the, communism. the communism thing Man. and you're
0: like, oh dude, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. We all uh, share no, it. Right. No, you don't. Right. So yeah. to that, what I found really fascinating, part of the reason why I didn't see that many bicycles is is they had this issue. I think it was in the eighties, pardon my ignorance. So it got the, the country flipped in fifty eight, uh, to, to communism or socialism, whatever they preached at the time. It's communism. But They flipped in 58, but in like the 70s or 80s, there was this peak oil consumption issue where everybody in the world was using too much oil. Well, Cuba took a hit from it because they were an island and blah, blah, blah. Who cares? They blamed the U.S. in the video they showed us on the tour bus, It was a very communist video. It was great. Loved it. Um, Because they said in one part of that, they're like, oh, well, this peak oil happened and Cuba didn't have any money. And so how are they going to fix that situation? Well, the reality is they're like, Cubans figure out how to farm without using petrochemicals. And in my mind, I'm like, well, then why the fuck are they starving? Right. Like, why are people hungry if they know how to farm without petrol? Why? Anyway. But one of the solutions they had to this petrol issue is that the country bought bicycles for everyone. Awesome. So communist bicycles. All right. Well, they came from China, I believe. From uh, communist bicycles. Right. <laughs> and they're solid steel. Oh, God. So the bikes are weighing 50 and 60 pounds. It is hot as balls there year round. Yeah, so right. there's no bike culture in Cuba because nobody wants to be reminded of how miserable they are right. on a bicycle. So there where a bicycle, on this very podcast, it's just an interesting juxtaposition. Mm-hmm. On this podcast, this is a podcast about the joy that we receive <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> from riding bicycles down a hill very fast, uh-huh. right? Um, even in the sweaty times when you and I get depressed. Imagine right. if we were constantly in the sweaty time hmm. on a 70-pound bicycle, 60-pound bicycle, that's a clunker.
1: And then you don't get to go home and eat eggs or anything.
0: Yeah, and you can't even eat any eggs when you're done. you got nothing. (laughs) Oh, I'm out. And I don't even know what kind of... I mean, I drank some of the local beer. It was all right. It wasn't bad. Cervezas, they were pretty good. But anyway, so I don't think bike culture exists there very much because it's not seen as something... Like, there's a bad memory attached yeah. to it.
1: It's not a recreational activity.
0: No, was it was a forced, it was right. a mandated thing. And so they it kind of sucked all the fun out so of it. So all
1: me. those bikes are gone? Or are that what they're riding? Yeah, I did not see any no, clunkers. No, they probably melted those bitches down. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> I, it, like, it's weird. I, you know, I'd hurt my back right before we left. And so we, we were, I had to go back to the hotel from some event. Uh, interesting fun fact, I didn't know any of this. Baseball is huge in Cuba, right? Oh, yeah. It's their number one sport. Right. Came out of Spring Hill College. Came from Mobile yeah. in like the 1800s. So it was two Jesuit kids. They went back and said, oh, we found this game of baseball. And that's how baseball got introduced to Cuba. From our city, yeah, from a college right field around the field
1: at Spring Hill is like one of the oldest still inactive baseball right. fields. That's right.
0: Yeah. And it was cool. Yeah. Uh, and I can't remember Blake's last name, but he was a pitcher for the Royals in the 90s. I can't remember. Mm. I wish we had a Jamie. Um, Hit him on the Googs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so... Are you trying to look it up? Are you really trying, to, Jamie? All right, well. Yeah, let's right. see if we can do it. Jamie would
1: have had it by now. <laughs> it
0: would have been in the 90s. But I just can't remember his last name.
1: Hopefully there's not a Blake.
0: Yeah, he was a pitcher. Anyway, he's a great guy. Yeah. Um, so anyway, while, while we were there, the, 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 they're doing the, the ceremony or whatever. And so the bus, I, I had forgotten something. So I need to go back to the hotel. I'll just get a cab. And the, they, the tour guide wouldn't let me. So she sends the bus. The bus comes back around, picks me up, and we drive back. And as we pull back up to the baseball thing where they're doing this announcement or this commencement speech, there's like a cart in the road. Right? And I go out to get the cart. Now, Jakey Pooh, I told him the story. He's like, oh, tr- literally, imagine n- very few people, until you hear Jakey Pooh's real voice, right. you have to imagine you've heard it. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, uh, what do you say? International Traveler Stake 101, you idiot. What are you trying to get an IED? <laughs> Like, it was like in Cuba. I don't think there's IEDs in Cuba, and it was a cart. I could see the entire cart. It was a it was a frame of a cart. Yeah. The reason I bring it up is I walk over to it and I grab the cart and I just sling it onto the curb. That motherfucker was not aluminum. It was steel, uh-huh. and I just tore my and then I'm hunched over in pain from my back. So I can only imagine carrying those bikes around. Like they're not going to enjoy that shit. They're not going to be into that stuff.
1: No.
0: And so, um, yeah, Blake Stein. There it is. Blake Stein this is his name. Great guy, super good, fun dude to be around. So shout out to Blake Stein. Um, but he's a, a former baseball pitcher or whatever, Casey KC and somewhere else, St. Louis maybe. Um, but it was one of those things of like now, like you pick up even just that, that, that weight was like, fuck this. I don't want to yeah. sit here and mess with this stupid ass steel shit. I wouldn't want a bicycle like that.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I've never, been to Me- I've been to Mexico like Progresso and Cosmo but party that, zones. Yeah, I've never been out. Well, and when we went to Progresso, we took a third world country tour. Oh, like, shit. Uh, we got off the t- cruise ship like geniuses and didn't have a, an excursion planned. So we see a guy that says, hey, for 20 bucks, I'll take you guys on your own private tour. I was like, fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. I, so Is this
0: pre-kids?
1: No, this was like pre-COVID, right before COVID. We were the last Christian before COVID. And I told Casey, I was like, for 20 bucks, we may or may not be back. So literally,
0: you've been living and potentially dying by $20 is $20?
1: Absolutely. And I did not die. Dude, that was the best $20 I've ever spent. It was awesome. He took us to like this open air cathedral, like where do they go to church? And they had these little tables out there that are called dating tables. I don't know if you've ever seen those. Uh -uh. So there's a chair like... There's a chair facing me and a chair, like, they face each other. Yeah. But there's, like, concrete in the middle. They're all concrete. So, like, you sit in each chair. You can't touch each other, but you can sit there and talk and, like, date. Oh, interesting. It's super weird, but I was like, well, how are you guys going to make babies? He's like, well, we climb over that little part in the middle. Like <laughs> So it was just funny. But then he took us to, like, this little flea market, like, their own little flea market. was pretty awesome. Yeah. But so, I mean, like, I don't have any comparable stories to, like, seeing... Because I mean it was a, but but there's somewhere. a
0: difference in the sense though at least Mexico yeah, they're like free they're free the and thing. there's a respect for right. like when you own something and it's yours, there's a lot more respect yeah. for like, I don't know how rental bike companies stay in business Mm-mm. because I'm hard on my bike. But like, if you give me a rental, I'm yeah, just gonna be like, "Yeah, like watch
1: me room. ghost ride this off yeah. this cliff!" Like, like why why we have no more of those line bikes in Mobile?
0: <laughs> that's exactly right because the the quote in my industry, in the film industry, which now I guess you're part of our industry now. Yeah, congratulations! Is uh, don't be gentle; it's a rental, right? And so that same thing goes, I think that applies a lot of life where people are down there. Mexico, though, they do have freedom enough to, they might have poverty and challenges in that way, but like, they're not like this situation. These people are like hosed.
1: Well, we also uh, know what really might get the call back to it, but we know why you were in Cuba is because we are running for president. That's correct. That was it, a, was, it was a diplomatic It journey was a diplomatic
0: journey to see s- what – Establish Cuban relations. We're yeah. going to set up our first bike park in Cuba. <laughs> Turns out it's
1: a bad idea. <laughs> we're back to the drawing board on that one. Yep, let's, uh, yep. let's go to Bermuda next and uh, see what question. Popping. You guys
0: like mountain bikes? <laughs> no, you idiot. It's hot as shit here. We're
1: not going up the hill. We're not allowed to have mountain bikes. No.
0: No, I mean, I don't, I don't, I guess, I don't know how you would repair stuff. I thought about, um, I do think it would be cool. You know, there's like a lot of great programs like Delta Bike and all that stuff. And I think those are great. I'm Mm -hmm. not taking away from those. Delta Bike is an awesome one we have locally. I'm sure that there's Sorba Imba ones like no kid left behind on a bike or some, sure. something somebody's, somebody's like that. Or Justin's want, favorite whites on bikes. Somebody's probably um, laundering money through one of them. Yeah, I'm sure. somewhere whatever. there's a laundering system. Yeah. But I, I do think though <laughs> that it would be kind of fascinating to see if there was a way to because we can't send them stuff like in, in the same way. Like I can't financially support them Can directly. Tom Cruise
1: fly a plane over and just drop them. That's
0: what I, I want. Air, air, yeah, Air America. The shit. <laughs> was that Tom Cruise? No, that was a uh, what was that movie? That's he Mel played? Gibson.
1: Tom Cruise played in a movie where he was a drug smuggler. Made oh, you're America. right, you're right. Was it Made in America or something? That was American the one where made. he was the. Was it American Made? Yeah, or, he started going to. He was a CIA guy flying. Yeah,
0: and started just running. I think
1: it's based on a true story. Yeah, it is. Barry, something was his name.
0: Barry. Yeah. Barry I White. No. I, there it is. it is. Wow, look at that. We got we got <laughs> our own. We got our own. Uh, so person, you
1: know, I just always think Tom Cruise can do everything. So
0: well, he probably can. Scientology equips all. This podcast is brought to you by Scientology.
1: If you build a story. You said sci-fi.
0: the C word earlier. We're going to get the little flag. I did. Damn it. Yeah. You said before. You could say, I think you can get away with like before the great sickness.
1: Yeah. Well, it used to be like BC was before Christ. <laughs> oh my God. Now, it's not.
0: Oh my God. That's fantastic. Now it's
1: BCAC. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yep. not really so after. Clutch. Is it after COVID yet?
0: You said it again. I guess you uh, said it once. It doesn't matter. It doesn't
1: matter. We're
0: in. I don't know if we're ever after COVID. I have no idea. No. I could go on a rant, but it'll definitely get us in trouble, so I'm not going to do it. Our platform has changed, by the way. Yeah, we, we were have. on a thing called Anchor, and now uh, Spotify bought it out. Mm-hmm. And so they've been bought out for a while, but now they've changed it to podcasting dot spotify podcasting for spot spotify for podcast i don't even know anymore so they've changed around so i have to redo our commercial that we get a couple of cents on man to do that stuff i oh, know
1: well maybe they'll buy us bikes that bikes i'll ride a bike with spotify yeah. stickers all over it
0: can we uh do do we have confirmation to even talk about i mean listen i would too i have no shame there's that one right now i need that i need that we are one arrival pretty bad yeah. <laughs> i got to figure out how to – I was thinking about buying a camera. Now I'm like, maybe I won't. Not with company money, Justina, who's Cameras also my bookkeeper. Money. She's our producer, our bookkeeper. Uh, uh, we all have
1: multiple jobs around here.
0: Yeah, and it's not a single hat show. No. Um, not a craft show. You must craft your own hat first. Hey,
1: I did see uh, the shout-out for the USM spot, and you tagged me in there, and I think Kyle thinks it's just a random shout-out. Like I was actually there, Kyle. I was working. Yeah, Dale did it. <laughs> Dale gaffed that. He's a real really gaffer. Working, yeah. He was the
0: best Boyd. Um, I know. I was gonna ask. Right, can we talk about potentially the next person on, or is that are we not in that spot to to even tease that up a little bit?
1: I would say so. Yeah, why not? I mean, if they listen to the podcast this long, well, if late, it least... doesn't
0: happen, then then it doesn't make us look bad.
1: No, it'll happen. F- I mean, we've changed other guys to trees. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: We are not admitting to anything. <laughs> no, this is uh that was a joke, and not a, a, a affirmation a of guilt. No, um, yeah, yeah. So, so can we? So, next episode. The reason I think it's kind of interesting is because if you've been here from day one, the whole purpose of this podcast has changed twenty six times. Right? Yeah, uh, we have twenty six episodes. This Depends is on what
1: happens between the two weeks when that we is correct. It.
0: But the reality of it was we wanted to make something that wasn't just a podcast, like we've always said. This has not changed. The same thing has been, this is the podcast for those of us without pink bikes, that don't mm-hmm. live in BC, that live in the flat country, that don't necessarily fit the mold of, quote, this is what a mountain biker is supposed to be, or this is what an imba person is, or this is what a, who cares what it is. We don't fit that, that mold, per se. And one of the things that I thought was interesting is that I think that's a huge group of people that are under misrepresented, underrepresented, it's really the term, inside the mountain biking space because so much attention from brands goes to those. So I think it's a big shout out and pretty awesome that we've had attention from a couple of different spaces. But one of those being... Uh, Fox Factory mm-hmm. Fo- Fox Factory what do I say is yeah, that the correct Fox one? factory? Yes. that Fox Factory is, is, has been interested enough to send somebody to have a conversation with these two knuckle turds mm-hmm. us um, because of the impact that not we're making but you all the community are making I mm-hmm. think that's pretty powerful this idea that Hey, we said we were going to go out and do it. Now the community's doing it. Like we can see it. And we're seeing communities that are like that, that we're bringing to light, like Chase and his community. Mm-hmm. There's that dude in Montgomery I want to have on so bad who's got, I forget his name. What's the guy's name that has like the, the he's got like a secret park too. But
1: Yeah, the Build, Tune, Ride guys.
0: Those guys. I mean, yeah. they're doing their own community. I think there's more of them. And I want us to get more of those people. Mm-hmm. But now we're getting bona fide. Like this gives us a little, bu- a little bit of validation. Uh, Nixon was a help in that way. Nixon Jeff having Barber. our first pro on. Jeff Barber helped. Jeff Barber. And, I mean, that's and big.
1: If anybody doesn't know, Jeff reached out to us first. Yeah, so that's fair. That's true. He noticed us before we... Oh, and
0: remind me. I Earmark, I got a story. i talk about that scenario, too. But can you talk about maybe... I, I can't even remember the guy's name. I'm sorry, sir. But the Fox Factory gentleman, what, what's the deal there for next week? So next episode, hopefully.
1: Yeah, hopefully next episode. If not,
0: then this is just a waste of fucking time, and we'll get to another story Yeah, we'll second. tease
1: you guys anyways. So yeah, here, 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 here we'll we go. Next week, we'll tease you with more. My OnlyFans account. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big tease. Well, small tease Whatever, <laughs> um, but it's just a bag of teas. So I hope Fox listens to this and they're like, "Wow, they got OnlyFans crushed you in the middle. That's yep. great." Yeah. Um. So, uh, we actually we got the connection through Chase. Um, it's pretty sweet. Yep. Uh, and Fox Factory has done a lot uh, at Oak Mountain and and funding tales because they see a need and they see an awesome an awesome trail there. But uh, through that. Um, Andy Radala, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right, but he reached out to me because he thinks what we're doing is awesome and he wants to come check it out. He is the Fox Fox factory rep here. Um, not here in Mobile. We don't have one of those. Oh my god, can you imagine? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so he wants to come and he was a former downhill rider and he's gonna ride the rev with us and, and come on and Give a little shout out to our local folks.
0: Yeah, and I think having a conversation is interesting. It's proof positive that, like, again, it's something I appreciate about Fox. The fact is, like, they obviously Birmingham is mountain, we right. are trail. And then Nixon has put that in my brain, and it'll never leave, and I appreciate it. Yeah. We ride trail bikes. Ours are happen to be mountain bikes. So if you're in any other geography, it is a mountain bike. Mm-hmm. But what I think is really interesting is that Fox is paying attention to that stuff. And Absolutely. it sounds like we're shamelessly plugging, but it's not. That's a big deal. Yeah. If they're looking at other markets, that means they're they're actually thinking about the rider. They're not just thinking about the marketing. They're not just thinking about how sell products. They're thinking about the rider. And if they're thinking about the rider, that means that they're looking at mountain biking as something more than just a marketing opportunity to, to sling products. They're looking mm-hmm. at it as a culture, a lifestyle. I think that's huge. Like, I enjoy, during the downhill season, the Tunes the show, the Fox show, where they yeah c- walk up to that one dude, I forget his name, and he's badass, and they just walk up to him, and he's like, uh, two clicks and mm-hmm. um, just one spacer. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, suddenly, like, that was it! Like, Greg Menard comes back, like, thank you so much, that was perfect. Right. It's like, this dude doesn't even know. He just pushed on it one time, but it, he does know. right And I think that that's kind of cool. But at the same time, it's interesting to know that that same level of thought is looking at local trails, whether it's... Again, if you guys have not ridden Tails, it is stupid. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's so good. It's such a good and different trail Like because it feels single-tracky. Yeah,
1: but a park trail.
0: But a park trail. It's just yeah. really fun. The fact that that exists. And I'm sure they have other trails. We can ask him. But I'm sure there's other trails that they've sponsored around around the U.S., maybe in the Southeast, mm-hmm. that I'd love to know about. But it is kind of cool that they would take the time to do that kind of stuff.
1: And I think that a lot of these companies are scrambling post-COVID because... They had this huge, huge demand spike during COVID. Yeah. We're just gonna get COVID up.
0: Yeah, it's you already said it, so we're fine. So it's true, though. this is spike.
1: true. Yeah, they had a huge spike of demand and supply was so low, so they all ramp up, right? Yeah, yeah. So they ramp up because that's what they had to do. Right. Well then by the time that the, the supply comes back out, now demand is gone. So now they have to find a way to connect back with the communities. To figure out how the hell are we gonna get rid of this shit.
0: Well, I tell you what they can do. They can send us a whole <laughs> fleet right. of shit, and we will be giving away. You get a fork, and you get a fork, <laughs> and right. you get a fork.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not. We like we've always said we'll sell out for anybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's not selling
0: out when you're smiling at the bank. <laughs> That's right. Um, but no, but I mean, I think it's cool that, that that it is interesting that the state of the bike industry, and I'm no, no expert. I can only observe stuff. Like the fact yeah, but is... we're the
1: consumers that are... The observation... Right. Perception is the, the reality, right? exactly right. right. And we, what we perceive based on our social media... Dude, I can get shit you, now. I couldn't yeah, get right. shit a, yeah. a
0: year ago. Yeah. And now there's shit available. Like on Amazon, you can just go buy it from there. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you support your local bike shop, but sometimes they've pissed you off.
1: Yeah. Or sometimes <laughs> they act like they can't get it and I can get it. Two seconds, <laughs>
0: right, whatever. right. I mean, that's distributor problems. Yeah. I mean, we understand that. We've been through that too. Um so I was going to bring up something. You said, Barber. They just posted an article talking about... Um,
1: oh, Singletracks.com.
0: On Singletracks.com, sorry. Mm-hmm. They posted an article talking about... Do you remember a while back, I think when we were vers- starting the Rev and other stuff, I was freaking out a little bit because I, I found out... It. Did you read it? Yeah. It's insane. But so, I
1: did read some of the comments from local people too. So go Oh, ahead. yeah. maybe you.
0: I didn't get that far. So yeah, that'd be good. You can add to it. Yeah, so ahead. so if you guys don't know what we're talking about, so there was this this legal case that happened Mm -hmm. in uh that was in oregon somewhere at ski bowl i think it's called Mm -hmm. and it's at this place right is it mount hood mount hood yeah something Mm -hmm. like that but it's uh, ski bowl i think is the brand Mm -hmm. but anyway they had this bike park the bike park got closed because in 2016 and that's how long it took the lawsuit to happen but Mm -hmm. in 2016 uh a a guy broke his back and was paralyzed Mm -hmm. and so it was a really big deal And the fact is the liability waivers didn't hold. The insurance doesn't matter. The insurance is just paying out money. The waiver didn't hold, and the bike park got sued for $11.4 million. Mm -hmm. So they are closed. And now there's like a petition to come back out and have it signed or something.
1: I, what I read, um, I read a lot of the local folks from that area. Right. Because um, people were going on there like, that guy should have just stayed at home in his mom's basement, played video games. Like, he was a legit rider. Yeah, we don't need him on the mountain. Like, I heard those comments. Well, then there was a ton of local people that get on there and they were commenting saying, look, that place could have spent a small amount of money, fixed the issue that the dude got hurt on. Yep. Um, and there was a lot of disrepair going on. Like, a lot. The, the whole place was, they all said it was an accident waiting to happen. Yeah. So maybe. That the negligence maybe was a problem. You know, what I'm I saying? think like, that's what the real yeah the real suit issue came over. is. Negligence. The problem is it sets precedent, right, yeah. for somebody else. So you just but, have to maintain what you got.
0: But like his injury though is is logical. Like the oh, track yeah. he was on, they they said that riders would regularly get up to fifty miles an hour.
1: Yeah, they because the one I saw because it was a it was a road. Yeah, they had all the signs around the drainage ditch that he wrecked right. into, and all the they, signs like they said at thirty mile an hour you wouldn't even be able to read them. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, yeah, there's, I mean, both sides are at fault, right? It's, it's, yeah. I would say that there's a little bit of, when you get on a bicycle, note to everyone listening, you, there's an inherent risk that you are assuming yep. by getting on that bike. Right. Um, so, you understand that. We understand that. But we always joke, or we don't joke. People say, like, why do you guys make me sign this waiver? I'm not going to sue you. We're good friends. Like, okay, yes, you yeah. might not sue us. Right. But your spouse could sue us. Your right. insurance company could sue yeah. us. You, anybody. It's not just you. Like, if you're incapacitated in a coma, which if I'm ever in a coma, my wife tries to sell my shit, somebody better. Just <laughs> I got you, bro. <laughs> All right. But it, the insurance company is going to come after somebody because they're right. going to think someone's negligent. Um, it's not your negligence or your inability or skill level, but
0: well, so in that case, though, in in that actual case, the scenario was that like that dude's a legit rider, right, like apparently has ridden that a lot. Yeah, it sketches what the locals said. He mm-hmm. so he wasn't just some noob that just showed up and shouldn't hit. Like he's ridden that trail a lot. Yeah. it just so happened he he ate shit, mm-hmm. and when he did, his back smashed into a like a I guess it was a four by four. Yeah.
1: I think it was a culvert four by four or something that he wrecked through. It was yeah. a drainage ditch, whatever it was. Yeah, and yeah. it broke
0: his back and, that, and it paralyzed him. But he hit a signpost is what I read was like the final straw. Like he would have been all beat up, but the Here's signpost he sign. hit. Yeah. <laughs> so then I was like, ooh, well, there you go. Like that's kind of the, – the problem I have is like at the end of the day, if you're a bike park you're pay, and I'm paying you, it's a little bit different to me like i think you could probably make an argument of if you're a bike park and i'm paying you to maintain a bike park a standard yeah. of quality mm-hmm. then I, there's an expectation that exists that like hey i'm showing up it's the same way with like product liability that we learned about when yeah. looking at selling bikes it's like product liability is a weird situation the mm-hmm. only the really the big companies have it like it's hard to get right. product liability like
1: the bike park is their product right
0: that is their product so yeah. th- there is a liability issue on that side you of it would they think, have to look though, up that
1: up like them. there's snowboard ski park resort area, like it's all similar, right? Every time you go, same issue. Yeah. Every time you go, there's going to be a different, it's going to be different. Weather right. changes, erosion, right. everything. Right. I mean, weird. it's
0: weird that the sign that they were able to get through. It's to me, it's a yeah. little bit like that's a freak situation. Mm-hmm. I feel like his, his law, lo- the, the, the lawyers for the bike park didn't do a very good job of right. like, look, this is the circumstances in which this occurred are pretty odd. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, if we don't know what the condition of the trail was, if right. the trail was dictating that, you know, you're going – it's just one of those things that's a really weird situation. The only reason I bring it up is because right now in mountain bike culture,
1: mm-hmm.
0: bike parks are king. Yes, yeah, right. Right? So I would be sweating my fucking head off right now <laughs> if yeah. I'm thinking about – you know, like that's scary that that exists and that case has come out. Now the details come out. He hit his back on a fucking sign, and that mm-hmm. put the dude out. But and if he you was didn't a legit have the
1: sign. You would have been screwed. You know, right. there's like a so you H don't H have a
0: sign, t- and then you get yeah mm-hmm. right. So I don't know, man. I, I
1: think it's like and, and again, we're just dumbasses talking. Like we don't have we're human ex, big, yeah, We're consumers, yeah, though. yeah We're trailhead jumpies, right? Yuppies, right? Tra- trailhead right. junkies. Like we don't have a clue what we're talking about. But what I'm saying is like we had this conversation before. Is like where when you have there's no ability there's no way for you as a bike park owner or anybody to know what their skill level is for yep. every person that gets there it's only for them yeah and so then how do we how do we where do we start signing and where do we stop right because then you say what what route is really hard for me or you maybe not be hard for the other guy yeah or vice versa so do we like skill level dictates so basically you just say you give them a heads up yeah, You cannot assume that there's a risk involved. Like you can't say dangerous feature ahead because what's dangerous for you is not me or vice versa. So you have to just say feature ahead or expert. I think you can ahead. say warning. Yeah. Maybe warning. But I think that I've seen that language, but yeah. yeah, there's weird language there's weird that goes language. into
0: it too, that you just have to be like, Hey, heads up caution maybe.
1: Right. Um, but then again, I've heard the same thing from a lawyer that says like, if you put a sign up, then you already assume that it's risky. You know, right, so you it's like, li- yeah, you're risk. assuming that there's a danger there, right? If there's no sign, it's like, man, it's almost like it's so hard because yeah. of just like precedent like that. Like now does every bike park have to, what do they do? I don't yeah. know.
0: I, I mean, I think the shittiest part is in reality, the scenario is that you have to turn around and go, okay, uh, what does the insurance want? Right. And now, all of a sudden, you are not talking about legal; you are no. talking about relationships with insurance companies because all you are doing is trying to protect your ass. Right. So then, there is no liability scenario. You are just like, yeah, fuck it. They're gonna something's gonna happen. I mean, it's gonna happen. But it's
1: like everything has to have a loophole, right? Like, yeah. that that bike park got sued; they lost. Yep. there has to be an underlying issue that we're not seeing. Maybe, maybe it is that it was all deteriorated. Maybe yep. there was a an, an like maybe they actually did something incorrectly. That caused the accident. They ca- yeah, right. You know ne- negligence is a real yeah, thing. Maybe, so. maybe there was more negligence, but then again, it's like, what level of intelligence do you have to have to build a bike park, right? Or what level of of skill or research have do you have to do to make sure that you don't like do the same negligent thing? I don't know. So, I, I, I mean, like maybe the trail was too straight down on a different grade, and the, the grade shouldn't have been like okay. Well.
0: Maybe it rained and it should have been closed and it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, something. somebody rode a muddy trail, not just from trashing a berm. It was slick. I, right. There's a million things. I just thought it was fascinating because it's the first time I've read any real major details yeah. on it aside from like, oh, they got sued. Because yeah, immediately yeah. I take the bike park side. I'm like, yeah, I'm right. But that's, it's a little bit more gray than that. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what makes that
1: Cause lawsuit I remember, yeah, so interesting. It is. When we first read about it, it was like, yeah. oh, God, here we yeah. go. This yeah. is a, it's a, avalanche.
0: I thought it was going to affect more than it did. I'm glad it's been somewhat contained for the moment. So yeah.
1: I think it's one of those things where insurance companies understand how much money they can make off of bike parts yep. by just selling them insurance. Yep. That why shut them down. You know what I'm yeah. saying? No, like, it's fair enough. That's probably it's probably like. If we could take one every once in a while, okay, we'll take it. But we're making money off of the bike parks in general.
0: Yeah, it, it's tricky. Insurance is weird. That I mean, we have insurance at the Red, but it's an in, it's a weird scenario. Um, I mean, it's it's bizarre to get it there. Mm-hmm. And ours is very limited because it's just like, hey, we don't
1: – We just got a few dumbasses. Not, yeah, not our
0: waiver bunch. is so like – it literally mentions the most horrific shit in the <laughs> world on it. Yeah. Um, you know it, it it basically says that even the last of us could happen there could be mushroom head people out there like it's it's blatantly brutal
1: yeah there probably is
0: i don't know yeah you're right fair enough <laughs> there's some clickers out there there's <laughs> some definite clickers out there um i so long long to say of this entire thing is that to circle back around to full circle is that i'm just fucking grateful to live in america <laughs> where I can ride my bike and, and have a good time and I can sue people. I mean, yeah. these are all very American <laughs> situations to deal with. Uh, and that we have a consumer choice and we have the ability to do all this stuff. I mean, it's great. Just don't ever take it. I mean, as dumb as it sounds, you hear it all the time. And, and I love the people I met and I've stayed in contact with some of them best I can um, in Cuba, but just don't take for granted the fact that like at any given moment, we can go jump on our bike and ride in a publicly funded park or that's protected by an, that's right. a volunteer organization mm-hmm. that's funded by a parent organization or is made up by a bunch of assholes that you're friends with that don't have to report it to the government beyond like, you know, taxes or whatever. Yeah. But like, it's not like you have to register this whole thing. The fact that we have that, something as simple as that is a big deal.
1: So. Yeah. And don't be a bitch about what's not built for you. That's right. <laughs> like That's totally right. The trails are built for everyone Yeah, everywhere. Just yep. ride them and shut up. That's right. But I think also, you guys got an insider view of what Drew and I's conversations are like. Yeah, that's perfect. This is perfect. maybe more organized than one of our normal conversations. Yeah, yeah there'd be 36
0: <laughs> tangents into random shit. <laughs> yeah. We'd be like, did I ever tell you? That? And be like, yeah, 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 yeah. You mean this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. And then, then we're back we on both topic.
1: borderline have Alzheimer's. Oh, yeah, it's so. there.
0: It's probably concussion-based. CTE, is that what that's called? Yeah. Do you get – is there CTE in basketball?
1: Oh, yeah. Just not as not as much. I mean, it's a lot – Basketball is a lot more dangerous than it used to be. Um, is that
0: from people putting balls on your face? <laughs> yeah, <Huh?
1: laughs> and scraping you. Like, uh, there's a certain demographic of folks that don't cut their fingernails that play basketball a lot. And it's I used to come home from games like look like I just got done baling straw. Good strategy. Oh my god, it's terrible. You drop the ball from <laughs> it and be like yeah, dude, it hurts. Yeah, sweaty fingernail cuts all over your arms. Oof. Yeah, but. Um, basketball is a it's a lot more physical than it used to be yeah and the bodies are bigger like we used to coach and and play with don't let anybody run without getting a shoulder so like no running Good free is what we called it like so you can't move around on the court like sometimes you know you want to move around yeah, yeah, if you yeah. don't have the ball you're trying to get open but if you we always made a joke like make sure they land on their back if you hit them like just don't let them run free because then it messes the whole thing up, all the Jesus. timing. And, and then you get in their head and it's all a head game. And I was only 170 pounds and I'm trying to get open and getting blasted by seven foot dudes. It was great.
0: Brutal. Brutal. I might have CT. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, and some other STDs. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing penicillin can't take care of. <laughs> <laughs> I got the vaccine, dude. <laughs> I'm vaccinated.
0: That's right. Your blood is all <laughs> nice and clotted. Well, that just got us canceled. Uh, uh
1: vaccinated. D- all I asked for was a and all I got was vaccine. Oh boy. Now
0: we're oh, definitely, now good. we're done. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are hearing this episode and you've not heard our other catalog, go back and listen.
1: I you are going to say if you're listening to this episode and you're not vaccinated. Oh, yeah. No, that's
0: that's your business. Um, yeah, But if you haven't heard the old catalog, go back. There's a couple that's of right. great episodes. Turn out there. There's rants. There's rages. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff. If you're looking at to buy a new bike, that episode's still very popular. I think it's good advice. I still stand behind it. Uh, I should have probably applied it. I, although I enjoy my Trek uh, e-bike, uh, I probably should have applied some of that logic to that a little more instead of just reacting but if you have a chance, check those out. Some, and then
1: are one of our best episodes is when we were mad. Yeah. Like I looked at the listens the other day. Harsh bro. It was the name on, of the episode. Yeah. Harsh bro has got the, one of the most. listens. Yeah. Harsh bro's <laughs> pretty, it's topped out. And did you, at, did you on YouTube put the things that t- Nixon's talking about? What do you mean? Go on YouTube yeah. and on Nixon's episode, it'll say what the topic is and it's broke down across the bottom of the I screen. I didn't do that. Dude, it's crazy. Like whatever he's talking about it has like a little segment of time that says like what he's talking about versatility. He's talking about racing. Like it's dude, it's crazy.
0: Maybe somebody else did that.
1: Who can do that? Maybe he did it. Computers. Nixon did it. Nixon did it? Nixon, Nixon took Nixon. it. If that's
0: all right. Well, now Chase, you have a you have a high standard to play to. We expect you to go in and take your episode <laughs> and break it down by categorization.
1: Wow, I wonder if YouTube's doing this to us. I think it is. It's automatic. It's crazy, though, because it's accurate. Like, I clipped his the other night. Yeah. And um, you could see, like, it's exactly oh, what he's talking about. It's freaking It's pretty awesome. That's So, great. like, if you just wanted to remember, like, if he's telling a story about volunteering, yeah. go find the volunteer tab, click on it. Well,
0: that also means it's probably captioned and searchable. Hopefully. Also freaky. All right. Well, hopefully you've enjoyed listening. Uh, The uh, uh, Fox episode is coming up. Uh, This one's just called Rant Your Pants Off. (laughs) Yeah, That's exactly (laughs) it. Uh, There's stuff after this. Obviously, we're going to be at Skyway. That'll be a lot of fun. So if you have ideas or you want to come join us, just hit us up on the variety of channels that we have. They're all at Ride the Rebellion. We have a great Discord that We think you should use uh, Though I'm not the best At using it Because I get distracted By mid-journey But if you have a chance Head over to that And uh, you can follow us On all the channels Like I said With that said Just remember what Dale Boyd
1: says Uh COVID is